Bennett, Corso, and Catone. I think, I think, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who do you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Group. Now for the real deal New England feel, Corso and Catone. Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is in the booth. You're with us watching on YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast. You can you can definitely hear us, and uh, you can listen to us live on Pod Podbean as well. And uh, of course, call us on our heated hotline eight five five three one three Pats. 24-7, leave us a message. Next week, we're going to start bringing back the heated hotline and getting you people on. Uh, we've got a lot of messages in the queue that we need to get back up and going, and we want to choose yours. So 855-313. So I'm sorry, I'm la- 7287. I'm laughing because Mark, coming <laughs> coming on the show before the show, I can see him, and he's making all these stupid gestures and antics, Joe, at me, you know, just just trying to – He likes to Mark, you like to try to throw me off, don't you? Well, hey, you know – it's a season wrap-up show. <laughs> yeah, and that is what this is today. So uh, we're going to be bringing in the Pats Nation for our season wrap-up. And we're going to include, uh, look, Mac Mania. We're going to talk our quarterback room. Uh, we're going to talk offense, defense. And in Coach's Corner, we're going to focus on uh, the co- what coaches we should be bringing back specifically. Um, so stick around for that. That's later on in the show. Zero, and, uh, zero none, zero. <laughs> so that's it. Show's over. Thanks for joining us, you know, <laughs> and, and we're all done. And we're also going to talk about the uh, ownership role in this, Kraft's relationship uh, with Belichick, this meeting that took place. So all of that's going to be on uh, this packed show. And uh, gentlemen, have you had a good opportunity to uh, absorb and, you know, come to terms with the fact that the season's over, Mark? That's why I'm in a black. I'm in mourning. <laughs> no. Come on. There's nothing to do and with the New Year's resolution. You know what? We knew, we knew like five weeks ago the season was over. Well, at least you knew. You you said they may, they probably will not win another game, and you were almost right. Yeah. they Well, they won two more. I was surprised that they did. Yeah. You know, you they beat surprised. Arizona and they beat Miami. So and I don't um, know if they would have won those games if the two quarterbacks for those two teams didn't get hurt. It's a good point. Would have been better what? off anyway, because right now they're picking 14th in the draft. They could have yeah, probably you'd have a better draft position if we lost top 10, game. maybe, you know. Yeah. So, well, look, we're going to discuss all of that uh, and more. So, uh, Joe, let's bring in the Pats Nation. Are you ready for the Pats Nation? The only real deal Patriot postgame show. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show, and in this case, review worth watching. Uh, Mark, Chris, Joe, everybody, pay attention because we have a lot to get to, as I already mentioned. But you know, before we start, I was going to talk about this in Coach's Corner, um, but since this meeting just happened, I want to talk about Kraft. Let's talk about Kraft, Belichick this dynamic and what took place in this meeting. So for those of you who don't know, typically after as the, when the season ends, uh, Kraft and Belichick sit down and talk, and that's usually within a day of the season ending, typically. And so that meeting is taking place, and this is from Tom Tommy Curran, um, real reliable source, uh, you know, good yeah, knowledge he's, on he's, the Patriots. He's, he's got the pulse over there. He gets information from there. Yeah, For sure. And he said that uh, he was told that the meeting happened. There was no impasse. Uh, don't expect the dog and pony show announcing fingers um, or who's coming uh, coming in for an interview. Belichick isn't going to put anyone's head on a spike for the pleasure of the masses. Uh, but Tom's understanding is that offensive coaching reassignments are going to happen, uh, and several offensive coaches are under consideration for the Patriots 2023 staff. I think he I'm, he must mean like outside coaches coming in. Um, he also goes on to say one important facet of the meeting that Belichick need to persuade, didn't need persuading to change the course of, of offense or did he uh, go in knowing changes were necessary. And Tom Curran's understanding is that 
no persuading on the part of the crafts was necessary, Mark. So what do you make of this meeting or the, and the report of what came out of the meeting? Well, I found it, a couple things. I found it interesting that Belichick, I believe, the morning after the Bills game, I'm assuming he hadn't had a chance to meet with Mr. Kraft yet at that point. And I'll just everybody, I'll be back for the, you know, next season. And I'm looking forward to, so he, he obviously didn't think his job was any jeopardy. Right? A bold obviously. statement. That's a bold statement. Right. So, so that's the first thing that I found interesting, but um, well, Chris, listen, I think he's smart enough to understand for, 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 for his longevity and, and as long as he's been there, that I, he knows the offense is a problem. I mean, it's been highly publicized. What's he going to walk in there and say, no, I disagree. The offense right. wasn't bad or, or Patricia knows what he's doing. I mean, there was no way he could even defend that. But listen, those were his coaches he brought in. He he put these bozos when everybody knew, Chris, it wasn't going to work. It, like, I think he got off easy with, with Kraft. The fact that you still got a job, A. B, it seems like you still have a bunch of control, and you brought in these these more complete morons for, for offensive coaches. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing about the persuade. He needed to be persuaded. And yeah, that was a huge concern. You know, would, would Belichick realize that's happened? Look, to me, when I read something like that or when I see something like that, that tells me that, you know, He's not going to give us the satisfaction. He's not going to give the media. He's not going to give the fans. He's not going to give anybody satisfaction of basically saying, hey, this is my bad. I got one person to answer to, and that's the guy I'm going to sit down and talk to and say that, you know, um, that I was bad. But you know what? Going into that meeting, and, and I found that interesting, too, that he basically was bold enough, and I guess if there's anybody who can be, maybe it is Belichick, that I will be back next year. Now, you know, look, I don't know what his contract situation. Maybe he just assumes until I'm told differently, I'm still on the contract, I'm coming back. Could be as simple as that, but nothing's ever as simple as that with these guys. But I'll tell no. you this, it had to have ruffled feathers, in my opinion, because directly, I mean, usually, and I'm a season ticket holder, okay? So I'm going to read to you the letter that they keep referring to, because here it is right Oh, here. you got it. Okay, I, good. I had, I got this letter. From them. What are they email okay. it to me? All the season ticket holders? They email it. Yeah, they email the season ticket. Now I don't get the you we usually don't get this letter, you know, recapping the season until sometime in February. That's usually okay. when you get this. This thing came in January 9th. Okay. This was Monday. This was wow. the day after. Wow. Okay. The, the end of the season. And basically what it says is they're Chris, like they know me. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, our season has ended sooner than we hoped. Yesterday afternoon in Buffalo, while we always want to uh, be playing games in the playoff with implications of Week 18, our expectation was to perform better throughout the season uh, and to advance through the playoffs. We can assure you that no one in our organization is satisfied with the results from this past season. Now, this is before talking to Belichick. So he's talking about him, them. They're not satisfied. He doesn't know what Belichick's thought is. Um, in the weeks ahead, we'll be making critical evaluations of all elements of our football operation and we strive to improve and return to the playoffs next year. Uh, we welcome you back, so on and so forth. Features the Gillette Stadium and everything. So, <clears throat> you know, it, this thing came out of his office immediately, and it's well thought out, and it's a, it's definitely – I took that as a shot across the bow before he got into that. Mark, the timing of that has to be important before he gets into the meeting with Belichick. Oh, absolutely. Listen, absolutely. I – Everybody thought, well, here's the thing, Chris. Everybody thought last year he put Belichick on warning when he said, um, I'm not satisfied. Uh, uh, we expect to win, to win playoff games, and, and of course they didn't. Well, now this year you regressed. You won less games, and you didn't even make the playoffs. So how could he be happy, right? How could no, he I be don't. happy? But then if you listen this week, Chris, to more reporting from guys that I think are in the know, of what's going on in there, guys like Phil Perry and guys like that, they're thinking Kraft's going to let him stay here until he breaks Shula's record. And at that point, it'll be, Bill, you broke the record. We're not going anywhere. We haven't improved. Now you're retiring. I'm not firing you. Now you're gone, and I'm redoing this. 
They think that he'll give him that leeway because of everything he's done here. And if that's the case, Chris, I, I totally disagree with that. Well, because it's going to take another two to three seasons. Yeah. So tonight you're going to be going on five to six years of, of yeah. Yeah. you know, if that's the and motivation. I don't know if that's true, but if it's being reported, it, it, there's going to be a little bit of truth to it or there had to have been that conversation. Unless things really bottom out and Kraft says, listen, this is a disaster. I can't let you stick yeah. around to try to break the record. You're going to retire. I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe things get that bad. I, I don't know. Now, he, you know, you listen to what Belichick said on Monday too, and he started talking about the spending. Okay, so he comes out and says basically, on you know, he gives the whole you know over the over the aggregate over the last three years we're twenty basically, and he knows the stats. He, of he's course a he does. Who says the stats aren't important. He knows the stats. He said we're twenty seventh in the league in spending now, but first right? in the league in spending on the head coach. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, here's the thing. You you say something like that. Now, I, I don't believe he was taking a shot at the crafts. I think he was defending his position in, in, in the years they do it and how he spent, you know, how they do yeah. it. But saying I'm 20 with 27, the crafts don't want that kind of statement made by their head coach, especially after a crap season like this. Number one and two, he comes back out the following day. You know, another he 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 tried he, to he clarify like, he like what yeah. he said. Like in other words, you took it the wrong way. Yeah, he 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 acts like the reporter came to him, but you know he sought somebody out because he realized he what the hell he said, and that tells me, to me, that backs up Curran's view and what happened in that meeting because him him correcting himself basically is head between tail between the legs a little. You know what I mean? Head between the leg, whatever that yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? Going into that yeah. meeting, you he knows he's he, he's he's at fault. So he's not going to get. Hey, listen, if you're the crafts, you're going to say, "Hey, you know what? You want to bust our chops about spending? Okay, yeah, okay. You drafted like shit. You drafted like shit for the last five years. You want to bust our chops about spending? We can't spend on guys that suck. I'm not going to extend these guys that you keep drafting and they're terrible. Well, why? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mark, go, go go through the list. Is there anybody on this free agent list that you see that's worth Nelson Aguilar, Myers, Damian Harris, Jonathan Jones, McCordy, Peppers, Wynn, Slater, Carl Davis, McMillan, Wilson? Anybody on that list that you must have back? Nope. No. I think I, mean, I think I think they'll let Myers see what he's worth, Chris, because I don't think the wide receiver free agent market is that good. Myers may get some money out there, and and I think at that point you just let him go. What are you gonna do? You know, I I mean you should be able, you should, big should, be able to find people wide receivers in the draft. But of course we can't. Yeah, I mean possession receivers you can find. He's a number three, so I agree with you how they handle him. The only other guy in that list is maybe Jonathan Jones, but you're not gonna pay him. You, you didn't pay J Jackson. You're not gonna pay him. No. You know, if he's looking so for big money, he's gone. So if he's talking about 27th league in spending, that all matters about who you extend and who you give contracts to at the end of the year. And yeah. there's nobody worth extending on this team. And that's a direct result of, of how poorly. And on top of it, Mark, they paid, you know, they're down in the league in spending because they pay nothing for the quarterback. They're in a, they're well, that's a true because you got a quarterback on a rookie deal. Therefore you, the team should be, they should be a hell of a lot better than they are because because of that reason, that's the whole point. Is so you can spend on good players. Their valuation sucks, and the evaluation of Mac Jones in the quarterback room, right? I don't know how Kraft looks at him. You know, I don't and right know, about Chris, now, interestingly enough, what came out of some of these meetings this week is is Mac Jones is calling around the league, asking, "How do I fix this?" Like he went outside of Belichick's circle. I don't know if that's true. If it's true. Belichick had to be livid, absolutely livid. Well, you know what? I don't blame him, and we're going to talk Mac Jones, and we're going to get into the quarterback room right now in Mac Mania. Joe? The season.
Okay, he threw for 29, well, 3,000 yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks, um, QBR rating of 30, 35.9. Not a good year, Mark. What, 35.9? Yeah, QBR rating, uh, 28th in the league. 28th in the league. He's, t- he's tied for 22nd in interceptions, tied for 23rd in touchdowns, and he's 18th in yards. Yeah. 15th pick in the draft. Okay. So, so okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, what do you is it him? Is it the system? Does he get another chance? Talk let's talk about this quarterback room and we'll start with Mac Jones. Well, I made the statement two weeks ago to you that I didn't think he was the guy after watching that game. Could I have been a little too harsh and now that I've had a chance to take a step and reflect? Oh, you never. Right. But maybe I don't know, Chris, I I don't necessarily know if we can really estimate how much the bad coaching affected him. I I don't know if we can quantify it. So I think you're going to have to give him another year under hopefully a real offensive coordinator, a real system and see what happens. I I don't think you can pull up. Well, I don't think you can pull a plug on him yet unless number 12 walks in the door again and you say, okay, Mac, you're going to sit and watch him for, for two for two years and then we'll evaluate you, but he, he's going to, here's our man. And I don't think that's happening. I think that's fantasy. I think people have brought that up. You have floated that idea, Chris. I think it's a fantasy because I don't think Belichick would ever swallow his pride um, and allow that to happen. So with... I, I think you got to give the kid another year, Chris. I mean, people are saying, oh, we'll bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and, and, and see who earns the job. Yeah. I don't know if you do that. I I, I think because Garoppolo's going to want a little bit of money. I, I think I think you got to give the kid a year with real coaching on that side of the ball, and then you're going to make your decision. It's either make or break for him. Either you're the guy or you're not, and we're going to have to move on from you. This is it. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and the one of the problems here is – we don't know what Belichick or Kraft think of this kid. I mean, you know, when when they asked, no when asked about when asked about Mac Jones earlier this week, um, he that basically was an interesting said, comment, wasn't it? It really was, and he because he basically said, "Look, it starts with you know." What pisses me off about him a little bit is earlier in the season he said, "Look, I put these people in place, so if it doesn't work, it's on me." Well, that's fine. You said that in the he said that in the off season, but I have not seen him own it yet. You didn't back up your words, Bill, when you said it's on you. So basically, the buck stops here because in his post game and and the next yeah, so day, Chris, he paraphrase. Up. Tell us, tell tell us, tell the viewers what he said because I thought yeah, it was very he, interesting. He basically said he has the ability to play in this league, um, you know, which to me kind of hangs him out. I don't know what that means. It does hang him out, Chris, because he doesn't say he's got the ability to play in this league. He's our quarterback. Never yeah. said that. Never yeah. said he's no. our quarterback. Joe's got the ability to produce a show, you know, somewhere yeah. in broadcasting. I mean, is that a ringing endorsement, Joe? <laughs> for, for you? You come, you're coming you away feeling touchy-feely you good? Well, you might as well just say the same thing that I'm going to be the quarterback next year. So, Joe, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was kind of a little bit of a shot, I think, at him. And, and maybe it was a way to try to motivate him. I don't know, Chris, but I don't think that was a ringing endorsement of Matt no. Jones at all. No, he never, he never owns it himself. You know, it starts with me. We all need to this. We all need. We all need. We all need. Do we all oh, who's need? This, who's, this need Mac, who's this Mac Jones? Bill. Oh, Bill. Yeah. Belichick. We all need. No, Mac Jones. I found his comments after the game also intriguing. And I don't know if anybody I've heard this all week long, but you tell me what you think. He basically says, I learned a lot about football this year. He learned a lot he about said, bad coaching. He says nothing about the coaching. He talks about the locker room. He talks about the players. But when he says, I learned a lot about football, is he talking about the game? Because we know he learned nothing on the field about football. Or is he talking about the business of football? Good question. Good. Wow. That's that's a real good question. I'm impressed. You should be impressed. I'm telling you, no, right? That's what these Chris, are for. I don't think. Come out. Oh, he's gonna take out the Rothstein glasses. <laughs> oh, we gotten there yet? <laughs> no. But what I do you make of that? In all, Chris, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he's talking about the business of football. Yeah. I think he's talking. You know, Zappy was in for a little bit. 
I think Belichick played head games with him. I think he was hung out to dry a few times. Uh, yeah, it was a real interesting comment, Chris. And I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't shock me. Well, yeah, I guess it would shock me. I, I mean, do you think he would have this kid would have the balls to go to man to Belichick or, or and say I want to be traded? In this day and age, players being what they are, people in this being what they are. No, I, I don't put it past him to do that at all. I think he'll wait to see who the OC is. If if Belichick ever kept Patricia as OC, which we know he's not, but if hypothetically that ever happened, I think this kid would say would go to him and say, I, I want to be traded. I don't think there's any way this kid would come back and play for those coaches again, those offensive coaches. I, I just don't think that would happen. No, because he's marketable. He's marketable because he comes from a great system. He comes from Alabama, and everybody in the league is going to give him a pass this year. I was going to say that. He's got one more pass, Chris. That's it. This offseason's his last pass. If he doesn't do it next year, then I don't think he, he's got that marketability. But right now, you're right. He's still marketable to somebody. Yeah, I give him a pass, too. I, I, I kept going back and forth on it, but I'm giving him – not a pass, but I'm giving him the opportunity – Get him a, you know, let's compare apples to apples. Get him a real coach. Get him, get him a real weapon. And then, and then let's see. Get him an now, offensive Chris, line and let's see. We're talking about the quarterback room. So, hmm. so what do you think of Zappy? I mean, I think Zappy is what he is. I think he's, he, he's a backup quarterback. I think you have to, okay. you have to simplify the offense for him. A backup quarterback that you raced in a fourth round draft pick on when there was athletes all over the board at that time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And that's okay. who I think Zappy is. Okay. And then my son. Like, I don't think he's a purdy. Okay. You know, like, so like I, was, I was talking to my son this week, and he had an interesting take on this quarterback room. And he said, why wouldn't Brady come back here? I said, because Belichick would never swallow his pride and allow it. And he, he said to me, but you don't know what the conversation was in that locker room the night Tampa Bay came here. Maybe he swallowed his pride in private and said, yeah. I screwed up. And if that happened, maybe 12 would be amendable to finishing his career here if you made him, like, paid him $35 million. Which is, but I don't, which I don't think will happen. But, but that was my son's take. I, it's what I want to see happen. And we're going to get, we need to get to the rest of the offense. But I, I, listen, I'm telling you what, I, I want to see it happen, Mark. And the reason why I want to see people, they all, you're nuts, you're crazy, whatever. You know why? Because, Patriots become a hell of a lot more relevant again. They're on national TV. I don't care what anyone says. Brady still attracts. Chris, you don't Players, think they get three more wins if he was quarterback in this year? I do. I do because he'd end up frigging he'd end up saying, Patricia, go stand over there like he did to Lefovich. I'm calling the plays now. And you're going to get guys that want to come. He'll get offensive linemen that want to come in. He'll get a pace to come in here. And and and, and uh, Brown, those, I forget his name. Um, the the, the maybe, tackle. Maybe here. he gets the board. Maybe he gets the board and and a, and a just a baseball cap and and a nice audio airpiece and he's coaching the front offense. Yeah. I don't of I don't I don't see the negative in it. Trade Mac Jones, Mark. Trade Mac Jones. Get get what you can get for him because, like you say, he's never more marketable than he is right now because everybody gives him a pass. Get what you want to get for him. If you want to go to San Fran and say hey, we'll trade, give us Purdy, you know, put him on the bench, put Brady there for a couple of years because I have firmly believe Brady's got two more good years left if he wanted. I believe wanted. it. Yeah. So right. let me ask you. And then so good. I just want to ask you: Is this a natural uh, sophomore slump for most quarterbacks, for Mac Jones, or is this all this stuff we're talking about with the coaching and all that stuff, or is it just is it just a normal sophomore slump that he was in, and next year we have to give him that extra year just because of that? I don't know if you would have saw this sophomore slump if McDaniel's was still here, Chris. Right. And that's with the this problem. set of with this set of receivers, because you said at the beginning of the year, Chris, you thought this was an upgrade over last year's receiver room. I, and I still believe that. And 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 Joe, that's why it's a hard question to answer because there's too many ifs. There's just too many ifs to be able to answer that question with any degree of accuracy. You know, you're not you're not comparing apples to apples because you you completely dismantled the coaching room from last year to this year. Fair enough. So yeah. that's a that's a hard question to answer. So, but Mark, Mark, the players, the players have Matt, hit Mac Jones back. They don't like how he was treated, and so looking at the rest of the offense, okay, and 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 trying to evaluate what they did this season, 
Mark, you have to start with the offensive line, right? That was a mess all year, Chris. A mess. And so, what do you do? Okay, so we know the issues. You got Okay, we know long. the issues. You're gonna have to bring in some players. We get that, right? We understand that. But you also, Chris, need to bring in a real offensive line coach. Yeah. You don't have one. Well, I have no problem with using the same coach for an offense. And then when we get and stick around for Coach's Corner because we're gonna talk about the who in there. We're, you know, right now we're gonna we're mixing in coaching. We're talking about that now. But when we get to Coach's Corner, Mark and I are gonna talk about who. Who should be here? Who you can need, we bring in? You need offensive lineman, Chris. And I'm afraid you're afraid with that 14 pick, he's taking a tackle. I know he's going to. I know he's going to take an offensive lineman. If Jefferson's, I don't care, you know, uh, Harrison. If Harry Marvin Harrison's kids out there <laughs> from Ohio State, you know he he's not him. he's he's not eligible for the draft. He's a true sophomore. He can't enter the oh, draft okay. yet. He can't enter the draft yet. All right. So he wouldn't but, be there. You're anyway. right, Chris. If he could, guess what? If he there's a good receiver there. It doesn't make a difference because he's going to take an offensive lineman. The, the two people you can look at in free agency right now, Orlando Brown. Okay, I think that he's 26. He's going to require a lot. You know, he's a left tackle. He's going to require a lot of money. I mean, his his um, his average annual right now is 16 million. He given offensive lineman Chris money in free agency, so he's going to try to get guys that are you know maybe on their last contract and 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 maybe they're a veteran. Or like you said, Chris, he's gonna take the take the fourteenth pick and he's gonna take a tackle. So you're talking about guys like George Fant, out of yes. that came from the Jets with a with an average annual of nine million, something like yeah. that. Yep, those are the types of guys you know he, he brings in. Then you know what, Mark, you keep screwing around with the offensive line. That's then, what he does. You, but they paid Brown. I mean, they 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 paid him. They brought him in. I mean, yeah. I have no problem paying Orlando. Uh, I'm talking about Trent Brown. I mean, I have no problem playing a guy like Orlando Brown. They won't give him what he wants. So, because you're fine at center. You're okay with Andrews. And I think Strange is going to be okay. You know, I do. I think you'll be okay. I just didn't like wasting that number pick on him. But I think you'll be okay. And I'm okay with the winner at the other tackle, at the other guard. But you got to deal with your tackles. You're going to have to get that. So, you know, it was poor play. But once again, not enough. How do you evaluate them based on what the hell the coaching room was like too so you gotta yeah you're right you need a real offensive line coach that can that can work with these guys and, and then was moving the assistant over, was the assistant offensive line coach because he capable i don't know i don't know because i don't know how hands-on he actually was i mean there's just so many variables that we don't know when it comes to the coaching. my guess is chris he, he was more hands-on than we think because patricia was wrapped up in the offense of being offensive coordinator i, I don't really think he paid any attention to the offensive line yeah so let, let, let's skip let's skip over to the wide receivers look in the running back room i'm not I paying think the Damian running back harris. room is fine listen damian harris is going to leave right they're not going to sign. They're not going to give him big money. So if he gets an offer somewhere, he'll be gone. But you have Stevenson, the kid strong, and and that kid Harris, the two the rookie look. I think they'll be fine in the running back room, Chris. I still would like you to bring in somebody that can catch the ball out of the backfield. Well, I think Marcus Jones can accomplish that too for them. Yeah, he can. He and can. they still have your your friend on the on the on the. On the team too, right? Um, yeah, but they JJ Taylor's still on the practice squad, but they just don't use him. Look, you know how I feel about running backs. I, that's what I'm saying. You, Chris. You, you yeah. can get them. You can get them. You know, there's always a new guy every single year that you, that emerges that you're like, where did he come from? So, yeah. But wide receiver, Mark. This is, I mean, even the tight ends. I'm I'm fine with what you have for tight ends. Hunter Henry. I don't think they use Jonu Smith right. I don't think they use him right. I don't think they get when he touches the ball, he makes plays. He he he, he gets yards after the catch. Nothing was used right. But talk about the wide receiver room, Mark. That's your thing. So the wide receiver room, you're going to probably lose Jacoby Myers, right? Because he's a he, – I, I think you'll get an offer from some, from someone that you won't match. Um, yeah. And we can assume we're going to move on from Al Aguilar, right? He's going to be gone. Move, or Aguilar, if you don't move on from him, I'll slit my wrist. He, they got to <laughs> move on from him. Jesus Christ. Metaphorically, of you, course. You want to put me metaphorically? Metaphorically, you want to put me in the hospital? Now, I but I do think, Chris, that they're gonna. I I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if they'll pay the salary for um. 
You know what? I'm, I got a brain freeze. The kid, number one, the kid that got the two touchdowns Sunday. Parker. I don't know if Devontae Parker, Chris, if they'll pay him. He's $6 million against the cap. They may try to renegotiate him. I don't know. I'd like to bring him back, but but I don't know if they'll give him that kid, that money. You're still moving Because he, he only plays man. eight games a year. Yeah. And, right? and and look, and, and and like you say, let's assume they lose Myers. Okay. Assume they lose Myers. So now in your wide receiver room, you have Thornton, Bourne, and Parker under contract. I'll be honest with you, Mark. The only guy that I feel that you should and need to keep is Bourne. Yes, I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And and you got that they still got that kid Nixon on the practice squad. Yeah. Who showed a little bit of something in training camp. I don't know if he'll develop into anything. But, I don't know. But, but once again, Mark, we're dealing with you know, bottom of the we're dealing with second and third receiving, you know, with, with talent receivers. You know, yep. and and the and the problem, one of the problems is the free agent market isn't that great. I mean, the tops no. of the list, what you're looking at right now, Aguilar's on there. Um, Myers is on there, of course, but Sterling Shepard, DJ uh, Chark, Randall Cobb, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, and Lazard. Lazard will be one. Um, and I, and I'm 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 ranging these in salary wise. But- Sterling Shepard, Chris, I think is not bad. But listen, they could have gotten guys, Chris. Though here's what I don't understand. So the Giants, you you, Nikhil Harry's out there too. Oh yeah, there's a pick. There's a pick. <laughs> Listen, you basically got the guy from the Giants the job. Belichick got him the job. You had Kadavius Tony, who I liked, loved coming out of the draft. For whatever reason, it didn't work there with him. You could have gotten him, Chris, for nothing. Fifth, sixth round, seventh, sixth round pick, you could have got him. He would have been fantastic in the slot here. Yep. Where does he end up? Kansas City? Yeah. Really? What else is new? So here's my thing, Chris. I don't think Belichick at his age, 71 years old, I don't think he has any clue what to do with that room. Hasn't had any clue for years, as you mentioned. Ever. Forever. Ever. Ever. So my question to you is, do you hire an offensive coordinator before the draft, whatever system they're going to run? And does Kraft tell Belichick, that offensive coordinator is drafting a receiver for their system. You're not drafting it because you can get receivers, Chris, for first, second, third round that end up being number ones in this league. Let the OC pick it, Bill, because you can't pick it. Would Kraft ever do that? No. Short answer, so no. Think you're, so you're never getting that. a receiver here, Chris. You're not getting a receiver here. Yeah, we're going to elaborate more on that in Coach's Corner. But real quick, Mark, um, Troy Brown, we're going to talk about that in Coach's Corner, too. Stick around. So, Chris, how would you rate our receiver room? Give him a grade. What? Who's coming back? What grade do you give him overall? A, B, C, D, F. The whole room? The right whole now? room. What's coming back? Yeah, I mean, I give him a take C. Take Myers. Take Because he's not in the room. He could be his free agent. Yeah, I mean, so if you're talking Parker, Bourne, and Thornton, C minus? Yeah. C minus? Okay, yeah. C minus D. Yeah. Yep. And do you make a trade? Hopkins is going to be on the trade block. DeAndre Hopkins yeah. will be on the trade block. Can you conceivably see them paying? His base no. salary is about $19, $20 million. No. The, I know no. it says 27 because that's all bonuses, and that's what Arizona's on the hook for all that, all that extra money. No. But You're the, not, can you see them paying Belichick's not paying million? that much money. No. He's not paying that much money for a receiver. Nope. Especially a guy coming off a steroid suspension no. that's that's been in the league a long time now that it, it nope. seriously played like crap against New England when we saw him. You know, he's not paying me, Chris. So unless you can restructure something and you can make that salary more manageable because he's not as marketable as he was before. Maybe because I still think he's top end talent, but you know, the last guy that they last chance they had of getting a top flight guy in here and it wouldn't have cost them a ton. They would have had to pay him, but it wouldn't have cost you much to pry him out of there was Diggs, and Diggs wanted to come here and play with Brady and you didn't do it. Buffalo did it. Brady walks out the door. Diggs wanted to come here and play with Brady. And you, and you were sick to your stomach when they didn't do that, and the writing yep. was on the wall at that point. Of course so it was. Let's see what happens offensively. There's a lot. I mean, we went long on offense because it's worth going long on because that was a huge problem this year. 
let's see if it continues to be a huge problem and stick around for coaches corner because we're going to talk specifically about what coaches should stay and what coaches could go. Uh, The offensive breakdown, this portion was presented by Corso law group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Hey, we come back. We're going to continue this discussion. We're going to flip to the other side of the, uh, of the field. And we're going to talk defense right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with more Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching on Corso and Catone. And uh, Mark, flip it to the defensive side of the ball and breaking this thing down. Um, look, I, you know, a lot of positive to me. I, there's a lot of positive for me in this but how do you overall see this defense right now i know it's kind of a loaded question isn't it it is but but so chris they need safeties right they need somebody to play the center of the field because mccordy i think is done right i don't think you i think he may retire um the center of the field chris linebacking again this is every year we have the same discussion linebackers but bill's idea of a linebacker in this league chris no longer exists so if he's not going to get speed in the middle of that field, you got a problem. The defensive line, I think, is fine. Maybe you add a little bit of depth, a couple of depth pieces maybe, yep. right? Yeah, no, you have to. You you have to definitely get some depth in there, Mark, and, uh, for sure. And, uh, and, 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 and I think – and I'm going to go over – as soon as you finish your thought, I'm going to go over with you some of the some of the names that are on the free agent list of people you can try to bring in to um, to plug this some of this stuff because I think you need linebackers in the middle, you need safety help, and maybe some corner help, right? Yeah, well, corner, corner, Chris, I think with Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, I think you if Mills can stay on the field and be healthy, I think you got a good start there. Jonathan Jones, maybe you bring him back depending on what that number is. You probably need to bring in another corner or two, some maybe a veteran or two. And, and I think you're already at corner. But, you know, safety, we talked about McCordy, but linebacker, Chris. Oh, my God, where do you begin? Okay, so he's going to keep Bentley. You know he's keeping Bentley. But other than Bentley, what else do you have in that linebacker room, Chris? Yeah. In our I mean, opinion, not much. Not much. I mean, you got Wilson. Uh, I think he's still no. Wilson's a free agent. Wilson's so, a free agent, and so you know, is the other guy a free agent, McMillan. McMillan, he's also a free agent too. And those are the two guys you brought in supposedly to have some speed, and 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 they got in the doghouse pretty damn quick. Um, and then the Wilson other guy that everybody raved about, Chris, that Cameron McGrone left. Yeah, he's they, done. Somebody took about uh, the practice squad. Perkins is still an unknown. It's just a bad. It's a bad room. Look, Bentley, he made plays. At times, he did. He, he runs the defense. I get it. He, he serves his purpose there. And he's okay to have on this team if you build, if you bring some other dudes around him, you know, Levante David, those kinds of guys, you know, that oh, can well, get sidelines. Side well, well, so, so some of the names on the list, you know, that you have here, and I, and I show you this, uh, you know, Jones from Cleveland, um, average annual salary of 14 million, David for Tampa, average of 12 million. I mean, these guys, you know, David played a thousand snaps. He had 124 tackles, three sacks, three quarterbacks. I mean, you know, this is that's a real inside linebacker, you know. Um, Devin Bush is another guy out of Pittsburgh, somebody you can look at, Anthony Walker out of Cleveland, you know, Jermaine Edmonds out of Buffalo. You know, you know, these are guys, um, Denzel Perryman. These are all upgrades yeah. from what you have. You're going to have to pay Chris probably 10, 12 million to get them. Yeah, because look, the Patriots are like every other team. You know, they, they, nobody's taking a discount to come to New England anymore. You know, unless you bring number 12 back. 
unless you bring them back. Well, I mean, you know, if 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 Kraft, you know, you know, Kraft gets a pass too, doesn't he? Though, I mean, he's Kraft has been cheap from from the beginning with 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 spending. Don't let's not act like he was spending money the minute he bought the he spent tons of money the minute he bought the team. He hasn't had to spend money in twenty years because, you know, he could be twenty seventh because he had he had number twelve in the room with Belichick, and you can make something out of nothing. So I don't know. I mean, but this is what you need. These are the guys you need. If you're not going to draft one, then you, right? You're going to have to, Chris. If you're not going to draft one, you know, but, but again, you're keeping Belichick as coach, Chris. And and I'm not saying the defense wasn't good this year. It was. But his idea of a linebacker, Chris, no longer exists in this league. I know. It don't exist. I know. In the last three of, Chris, the last four or five years, it's become really evident that, He's Belichick is stubborn and his idea of linebackers don't work here. The center of the field, Chris, has been a problem for four or five years now. And, and even the last year they won the Super Bowl, you won because you had number 12. Yep. Yeah. Guy, hey, keep an eye on a guy like I, I've always been high on this guy, Anzalone, out of when he played for Detroit. Uh, okay. He gets 20, 25 million, uh, two, two, uh, two million. Um, Roughly a year, two and a half, something like that. So that's another guy. Those that's, are the uh, types of guys that they look at, Chris. Well, I mean, I like him. I think he, you know, he's a he's he's a speed guy. He's a playmaker. He's a, he's got a good motor, and they don't have that. So, Mark and 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 safety too. Okay, looking at the uh, and I, and I think the I think the corner room's pretty good right now. I don't think you need to prick him up in free agency. I think you can draft if you needed to get some depth, but I think Jack well, if Jones Jonathan okay. Jones leaves, you're going to need some depth, right? You are, Unless you agree, sure. but I mean, because we both agree. You don't want to bring miles Bryant back. Oh my God. I don't even, I didn't even want to bring that guy's name up on this frigging show. Mark. Jeez. Well, I mean, but he's know? in the room. He sucks. You know, he's a restricted free agent. Nobody's signing yeah, him. He's restricted from playing well. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you know what? No, I mean, I think Mills, Marcus Jones, Mills, um, if he's healthy, Jack Jones, Jack Jones. good core. If Jack Jones you can, is out of the doghouse, you, know, you have to because you got him on a rookie contract. You got to, that's it. But, you know, you you kick Marcus Jones inside, you know, I think you're yeah. okay. Safety, though, is the problem. Phillips kind of disappeared. Yeah, you know, Phillips you need had something tough, yeah. to help Dogger. And, and the other something. kids leave. The other guy, I don't think they'll bring him back unless he comes back for cheap money. Peppers. Right. Yeah, and he had a better second half than a first half of the he season. Um, but but you, you know, have guys nobody, are, Chris. You have nobody to play McCordy's position in center field. No. Do you bring a guy like Jordan Poyer in, or are they going to like lock him up? Are they going to try to do something with Poyer? I think over the there Bills will try to lock him up, but if they don't, I would. Because he's a guy that would solve. You know, you could put put him in. Uh, McCordy goes out. And by the way, McCordy, you know, great career, great. I, he hasn't announced. I don't think he announced yet. But and, and by the by the time you see the show, it's Saturday night. Uh, we're we're fil- we're taping on Thursday, so I don't know what his what he's going to do. But hats off to Devin McCordy and Matthew Slater, Mark. Yeah, they had great careers. They were great Patriots. They've taken. They've won championships for us. You know, but but listen. It's that time, right? It's time for them to yep. move on and, and do other things. I'll be shocked if either one of them come back. So guys to look for in free agency, Jesse Bates, Poya, Ward, J- Jimmy Ward out of uh, San Fran, uh, Amos. You know, these are guys, Von Bell. These are some guys that you can look at and bring in um, that can fill that role. But What Mark, about I'm, I'm Ed gonna... Reed? Is he a free agent, Ed yeah, Reed? Yeah, I wish. You know, he probably could play now, you know? But I'll tell you what, as far as we didn't talk about the front because I think they're good. I I, I think they have a great defensive front. Um, I like how they're being coached. And when we get to Coach's Corner right now, we're going to talk uh, after the break. We're going to talk a little bit of Gerard Mayo and, and Stephen Belichick and what we think may or may not happen. But I think they're well coached. Um, and and I think the, the sky's the limit for this defensive front if they can get some middle help. So you don't have to keep dropping, you know, Judon and Uche into sure. coverage, right? So yeah, that's something that shouldn't be happening, Chris. But that's 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 that shows you where we are at, at linebacker. And you as know? far as special teams goes, Mark, revamp it. You, you, it, that's all part. That's all coaching. That is all coaching, right there. 
All that's of it. the worst. That's the one of the worst special team units in the league, Chris. Horrible. Without question. Great, without question. Good. Good return game. Horrible coverage get, get team. You know, just undisciplined. And that's all in coaching. And you know what? We're going to get the coaching, and we're going to do that right on the other side of this. This portion of the Pats Nation was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Hey, when we come back, it's going to be interesting. Coach's Corner right after this. Back in with the Pats Nation and with Corso and Catone. Uh, hey, Mark, um, you know, we've talked offense. We've talked defense. We've talked about the deficiencies in coaching, right, on on, on the offensive side of the ball, some of the yeah. good things in coaching on the defensive side of the ball. Well, now I think we need to get specific. We need to start talking about who these guys are, who's coming in, who's leaving, and uh, our best guess to all of this. Coach's Corner, Joe. Coach's Corner. So, Mark, you know, let's stick to the – let's start the offensive side of the ball because that's probably going to take us the longest. And I know, but we do need to talk about Mayo too, you know. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And, and what's going absolutely. on there. Okay. So, it's clear. There's <laughs> changes that need to be made um, in on the offensive side of the ball, not only in the OC, play calling – quarterback coach, offensive line coach, wide receiver coach, all of it. Um, and it's got to start with what? Naming an OC, bringing somebody in that can be in you charge. Have to name right? an OC. You have to name an OC, Chris. You have so we, to. So we, 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 we agree, and everybody out there agrees, that, that Patricia is not the answer. Joe Judge is not the answer. And, 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 you know, to his defense, he was dealt a bad hand, man, Patricia. I mean, I don't know how much you can blame him. For trying yeah, to he do was the dealt job. a bad hand. So what do they do? What are options? What do you think? And will Belichick do it? No, I don't think he has a choice, Chris. Based on his conversation with Kraft this week, I think he has to do it. I, I think that was made perfectly clear. But is it lip service? Is it just lip service? No, I don't I, I, I don't believe so, Chris. Because Kraft, listen, Kraft, Chris, number one, and we've talked about this in the past, is all about image and, and, and how he's portrayed. And and he did he didn't look good. He he's not looking good right now. And and he's also about the bottom line, money. You have another losing season, Chris. Guess what? Maybe you don't the following year, you don't go to lose. Maybe there's not a sellout when a when a bad team comes in here. People will stop going to the games. Then well, what? You, you could see it in the letter I got. Right? So so I definitely think he told Bill you need an offensive coordinator to run this offense. I think that was made perfectly clear to him. So, um, but here's the thing. Let me ask you this before we get into Nick candidates. And I don't necessarily know if I trust him to bring in the right OC. Right. Well, well, this is the question because, I mean, you're, you're, you're on record as saying Belichick should be gone. Belichick yes. should be done. I don't think we, yes. we both – we both know that. Well, that's you not go back happen. and forth on that. You, I know you go back and forth on it, but but in I firmly believe he should be gone. Yeah, to me, unless he's willing to, unless he's willing to smell the, you know, the you know, like wake up and get some smelling salts. Look, yeah. the bottom line is this, Mark. Um, is he giving? Okay, the question I had for you is, is he giving Kraft lip service in this sense? Because Belichick's going to take his time. He's going to survey. Well, I don't think you can allow him to take his time as the owner. Well, that's what I want to know about, you know, between the lines of really what went on in that meeting. I got what Curran said, and I see it's accurate. Belichick didn't have to be convinced that it's a problem. Okay, he doesn't have to be convinced that it's a problem. Yeah, 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 Mr. Kraft, I realize. I realize that this was not good. We're going to do what we need to do to fix it. You know, we're going to take our time, and we're going to make sure we make the right choice this time. In the meantime, Kingsbury goes away. O'Brien goes away because O'Brien's being looked at by different teams right now too. 
Yep. Okay. And O'Brien, and, and and from what I understand, his phone hasn't rang yet from from the from the Patriots. Nope. No. So does he do this whole dog and pony show where he's like, Yeah, I, I know Bob, we gotta fix Maybe. things, we're gonna change things, and then does nothing, and then it's too late. What do you think? And then he says, Well, we gotta we gotta stick with what we got because I couldn't get anybody. Yeah, I tried, Bob. I tried, Bob. I, I don't think so. I think Bob, I I think Chris. If 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 Bob has any integrity left and has anything left, he gave him a timeline and said, "Listen, you need to fix this before the draft." I hope that was the conversation, well, but I don't know, Chris anymore. I, I don't know. He better fix it before long before free agency comes because the coach is going to be gone in about three weeks. Well, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it'll happen before free. When, when is free agency? Do we have a date for that? March. It's March, I, right? It, it's Especially usually the first week of March, March, something like that. Yeah, first second week. So, so I don't before the combine, see, I too. don't think an OC will be be here before then. I I, I don't think. Well, so you're not going to have one for the combine then. Perfect. Probably not. And by the way, the Patriots are coaching in the uh, Shrine game, the the East West. They're coaching in that game, whatever the hell that means. Oh, so that's their God. way of getting a look at people. I mean, Ted Johnson was on earlier this week, and I heard him talking about you know. Bill's maybe too old. Maybe he's just worn down is to do the things he used to do. He used to turn over every rock. You know, he'd show up. He saw he Ted Johnson said he saw him at the combine and um he took him aside and asked him a bunch of questions on his own. He said he's not doing that now. No. He's not putting in that kind of effort now, Bill. So to your point, Mark, maybe he should maybe he's maybe done. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, I, but, I I I think it was time to move on, but listen. Okay, so talk about candidates. Let's talk about two guys. Let's talk about O'Brien. Let's talk about Kingsbury. O'Brien, and you already mentioned Kingsbury. Yeah. Right? The other thing you could do, Chris, is you look around the league and you look at McVay's staff. You look at uh, 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 the guy from San Francisco's staff, right? Shanahan, um, yeah. Shanahan. You look at those guys. You look at uh, uh, Andy Reid's staff over there, with, with right? The enemy. The enemy, right? I don't think the enemy would leave. But but there's guys that are involved in that, that maybe the QB coach or one of those types of guys who's young, smart, innovative. They've learned from McVay. They've learned from Shanahan. Maybe one of those guys you bring in and, and, and have a conversation and say, hey, what do you think? And, and, and Because you need somebody with young ideas and blood who understands, Chris, what it, what it – listen, I talked about this last night with you. Okay, so I'm going to use our wide receivers as an example. And I know you brought up during the year uh, an example of Thornton. He can't tap the toe. The toe tap, the toe tap. It drove you crazy. I don't think you need the toe tap anymore in this league, Chris. They, these these other teams are running double screens, illegal or not. They're running picks. And they're getting these guys with 4-2 speed open in space and letting them run with the ball. We have no clue how to do that. No clue. No clue. Yeah, I don't, know if Thornton, I don't know if Thornton's any good, Chris. He could be a bum. I don't know if he's any good, but I know he's going four two speed, and you didn't never you didn't get him in the, the ball in space at all, at all. I hate the fact that you say that about the toe touching doesn't need to happen. You you see plays made every damn week. You by do by who by Jamar Chase stuff by Jamar Chase by Diggs, but the majority of the receivers, Chris, they're in space. And they're not tapping their toes anymore. But 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 Belichick and they don't know how to get those guys to. They don't know how to get Thornton the ball in space. No, I get it. But once again, you, you you're taking a guy. You're taking a frigging guy that that is less than than you should have taken in the draft. No, and now I you're saying let's that. let's, let's fit the square peg into a round. Let's just do Listen, what he can do. Well, no. Versus I'm saying you need no. I'm saying you need to develop an offense, Chris, that involves speed. I'm not saying it's Thornton. They wouldn't know what to do with Tariq Hill over here. Yeah. They wouldn't know what to do with Tariq Hill. That's a fair point. I get that. I get what that. Do? So then it never gets better. So if he's not willing to relinquish any type of control to an offensive guy that can bring some of these guys in, well, then it never improves. Then yeah, Bill's got to go. Chris, something's got to give, right? Something has to give, and I don't know what it. But so as an OC, what do you think? Who do you bring? Yeah, in? I mean, I, I would rather have O'Brien right now because no, listen, let me say that I'd rather have a young coach, okay, yeah. that's maybe not even a name, okay, yeah. a smart guy that can call plays, that understands offense, that can bury his face, and be a nerd. I want a nerd. 
That's what I'm looking for, a nerd to coach the offense that's going to get the kind of guys he wants to get. That's what I'm looking for. But that's not going to happen. So the two – so, so yeah, O'Brien, I think. But Kingsbury's – you, well, you love. I know you love that guy from Miami. You were telling me how much you loved him the other day. Nah, he irritates <laughs> me, that guy. But he's a smart <laughs> offensive guy. He's a smart offensive guy. So, again, you know, well, to right, me – you know, Kingsbury, Kingsbury, they're kind of guy because they don't have to pay him. Arizona's still going to pay him. Yes. But he yes. runs an air raid. He, it's a new third. It's a third offense to learn now for Mac Jones. Well, if you bring a guy like that, Chris, you're going to have to let him go into the draft and draft new receivers because you don't have the receivers around that offense. Billy, o, if you're going to stay with Belichick, Billy O'Brien's the call because Belichick yeah. will listen to him. Mac Jones has a small relationship with him already, and he's respected. To me. So, okay. That's what I think on the offensive side. And, Mark, flipping over to the defensive side of the ball, let's well, talk wait about minute, Gerard, though, Quickly, receivers. Yeah. Do you keep Troy Brown as no. the coach? Okay. No, I think Troy Brown's. I, I love Troy Brown, but I don't okay. think he's a good coach. No, I think every okay. every damn every damn position needs to be changed. Okay. Offensive Defense. line. If you want to put Matt Patricia on offense of line, coach the O line, fine. I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that. If you want to take Joe Judge and make him the special teams coordinator, I have no problem with that. Go ahead and do that because they're not going to fire these guys. No. They'll reassign them. Defense. Okay, defense. Talk about Gerard Mayo. Are we losing him? I think he's got an interview for head coaching jobs, Chris. I don't necessarily know if he'll get a head coaching job, but I think you'll lose him to a team that's willing to give him the title of defensive coordinator. That's probably more realistic. I don't think he's ready to be a head coach, but if somebody gives him the title D.C., I think he's gone. And what does that mean for Belichick? Does that make Belichick look bad? Of course. And then, by the way, Carolina has asked permission to speak to him. Now, as by head the coach? time our show as head coach. By the time okay. our, our show airs, I don't know what will have happened, but they're moving pretty quick on Gerard Mayo. So if you lose okay. Mayo to a head coaching job, that bails Belichick out, doesn't it? Why? Why oh, does absolutely. that bail him out? Absolutely, it does. Because listen, we, we we didn't we did not make him the DC. He he moved on for a head coaching job. He can't be the head coach here because Belichick's the coach. Because who's blocking? Who's blocking the Mayo? Yeah, son. He's blocking Mayo from being the DC here. What are you going to do? You're going to name him over Steve Belichick? Mark, the best scenario for the Patriots is if if Mayo doesn't get a head coaching, is he becomes the DC and Belichick moves on. To another team. The yeah, kid. he's not going. He's not going to. It's better for him. No, I know it is, but he's not going to. You know, spread your wings and fly. You're always going to be under your father's umbrella. You know that would be yeah. the best for New England. You're right. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So, what about the defensive line coach, Chris? You mentioned you like you were happy with the defensive line. Who was the defensive line coach for people like I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have his name. I don't. I had. I had the list of of, of coaches' names, and I. You know, I'm not gonna. Act like I know every damn coach's name on 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 the roster, you know. Of course, but you, you would call me happy. on that one. Naturally. But you're happy with the D line coach, yeah. And the yeah, D-line. I mean, I, I'm happy with everything that's going on on defense right now. I am, I really am. Um, except for the inside linebackers, which is by the way, Mayo. But no, I, I'm happy with what's going on on defense. I just feel like we're going to lose Mayo to a head coaching job prematurely. I don't think Mayo's ready to be a head coach yet, but I, I think we, I think we're going to lose. I don't, him to that. I don't think, I don't think he is. Um, I don't think he is either. I don't think he is. So, and of course, you got to get rid of the special teams coach, Mark. You think? <laughs> he sucks. Well, he might be, Chris, the one coach that you do fire. Like, I think guys like Judge and Patricia, you're going to repurpose them. But I think you may, you have to get rid of the special teams coach. And then if you did that, you could, like you said, you could always put Joe Judge back as uh, special teams because he was good at that. Well, and let's not forget, everyone. Before you, before you, before Belichick goes and decides, hey, Bill O'Brien, I want you—you're the OC of this case. You can't do it that way. You're subject to the Rooney Rule, and you got to interview. Which, and and I don't think Belichick is. Not, this is not had to do with race. Belichick doesn't like to be told what to do. No, he doesn't. As it relates to running, so that's team. a pro- that's a problem. That's a problem. It has nothing hey, to do with him hiring a, a, an, eth- a, 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 you know, African American or anybody else. It's got to do oh. with the fact that he doesn't like to be told what to do. My final thing. With all of this, or is, pay him, or pay him, is the draft, and what do you do about? And and, and I know we're going to get into this in future shows. Yep. What do we do about the draft? Corso and Catone need to run the draft room. You need somebody who knows what the hell they're doing—a player personnel guy that can draft, like Pioli used to do, Dimitrov. These like we guys. do. Like we do. 
We yes. need, uh, you need us. You need us over there spitting and drooling on ourselves in the freaking coach's room, in the war room. And you oh, know what? Wait a minute, though. Although, although you like the Nikhil Harry pick, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know what? You're, you're, you're never going you're never gonna to live. You know, I could have like 10,000 good ones. And the fact that I was okay, it wasn't I liked it. I was like, I'm all right with it. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he's the, uh, the guru. You also like the Thornton pick. Let's see how that turns out. I did. I like the Thornton pick. Let's see how it he's, turns out. You are right. He's already been. He's already been a hell of a lot more productive than uh, than Nikhil Harry. So, so Mark, we both agree. There's a lot of changes coming for the Patriots. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. Free agency is going to be pick starting the the combine. So they better get their frigging coaching room in order. Um, and 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 know who their quarterback is going to be moving forward. So, that's our season wrap up for. Listen, early prediction: two thousand yes, this next season will be the last season in New England for Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. There you go. You heard it here first at Corsa with Catone. That's our season wrap-up. It was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? Specialsaucepodcast.com. Hey, listen, get on all week long. Watch, listen. All of our shows are up for you to do that. And make sure you're subscribing, following us, hitting those little arrows and thumbs up and all that other stuff that tells you – Tells us that you're engaged and make sure you give us a call on Heated Hotline and come back next week, 7 p.m. Eastern for Corso and Catone. We're going to talk Bruins. We're going to talk Celtics. We're going to talk about those fantastic seasons that they're having right now. And, of course, Catone's comments. You never want to miss that. Right, Mark? Oh, no. (laughs) And we're going to have your calls in Heated Hotline. So make sure you keep giving us a call and giving us your thoughts. Anything you bring to the table, we'll be ready for it. We are Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. See you next Saturday. Bye, Corso and Catone on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Corso and Catone, and catch the chaos at 7 p.m. on Saturday.